0: Hey now, hey now, hey now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new edition of Over the Line. We are back again after a long weekend, so glad to be here. And, uh, wow, a lot's lots transpired. Let me roll my sleeves up. Get ready. By the way, those of you, I feel like I can't, hold on, I feel like I can't hear out of my left ear. What is going on? Let me do a number on our equipment here. Is that better? No. What is going on here? Hello? Hello? Maybe. Maybe I'm just going deaf and winnier. I don't know. It's weird. By the way, uh, and most of y'all know I've been growing my hair out. And. Uh, I shot a video last night, and I looked at my hair, and look at this. Look how crazy this is getting. I know that those of y'all that are listening to the, uh, the audio can't hear this. Look at this. Would you look at that? That's crazy. That's crazy. I kind of look like Steve Bannon. I like it. Anyway, welcome to the show, Over the Line, back again, and uh, we've got a a lot to get to. I I didn't really prepare for the show, I I know I say that I I don't prepare a lot, I actually prepare more than I I lead on, Um, but there's so many things going on that I I just want to throw a couple of these things out there, and then as we go throughout the week, we'll kind of break some of the stuff down because there's more stuff transpiring this week that's probably going to derail us as far as the topic of what we talk about. Uh, First off, before we get into that, let me remind you guys about Vapor Forge out on 280. You've heard me talk about them time and time again. They are the best place to get your vape stuff, whether that's your juice or your devices or your coals or your pods or whatever. If you're a vapor or you're interested in stopping smoking, this is the place to go. Um, especially those of you, there, there've been a few of you guys that are smokers that have gone over to Vapor Forge and told them, Hey, I heard you on over the line and I want to see what y'all can do for me. These guys are super smart. They, they know the vape world, like the back of their hand, and they're going to be able to steer you in the right direction as far as, uh, what you need to get. You could go in there and just say, Hey, give me whatever Andrew McLean uses. And you're going to be good to go they also got all the cbd products you need they also have a product called delta 8 which is kind of like cbd um and it uh it helps with a lot of stuff whether it's you know pain anxiety um sleep whatever delta 8 it's the good stuff way better than cbd so make sure you go check some of that stuff out they've got plenty of different uh options from uh edibles and and um vapes and everything else uh, for uh i'm sorry 4673 highway 280 east that's your address 4673 highway 280 over there by bailey brothers if you know the area 205 874 and uh you'll be able to get them that way just make sure you tell them you heard them on over the line and uh they'll probably give you a um uh, a high five, and then y'all can sanitize your hands to uh, to be safe. Speaking of COVID, um, last night was the College Football National Championship, as most of y'all know. Alabama and Ohio State, two undefeated teams in a very strange season where COVID protocols have, have caused this season to really, some say that the season has an asterisk by it have said that since the beginning. Some are saying he has an asterisk by it now that the season's over, especially Ohio State fans. Um, and really, I mean, if we're being honest, the season shouldn't have an asterisk by it, but I don't necessarily mean that in a good or a bad way. I mean, just that it was a, a, a first-time-ever type of season, something nobody was used to. For instance, you had an Alabama going – into the national championship game, played 12 games. They were 12-0. Ohio State, on the other hand, had gone into the national championship playing what? What did they play? Six games? Six, seven games? That's That's literally half of what Alabama had played. Now, I'm not saying that Ohio State lost because they didn't play as many games, but we both know that the lack of experience throughout a season can affect you and I, th- I think we did see that with Ohio State in the sense of them getting blown out in the second half you know I think if they had had five more games under their belt they would have had a little more endurance but nonetheless I, I expected Alabama to win I-, I just you know as a Tennessee fan I just gotten to a point that I realized it's better for my mental health to not get in the mindset that Alabama is gonna lose a game because I just end up making myself miserable. They keep winning. So uh, congratulations to the Crimson Tide on that. Also, another point, and this is something I've talked about several times over the past few years, and that is once Nick Saban gets past that mark of, what is it, seven national championships? Is he a seven now or eight? Whatever it is, whatever the number is. I don't have it. He was tied with Bear Bryant on national championship. So it was a matter of him winning one more. And then he is the all-time leader in college football and obviously at the University of Alabama. I'm like, maybe that's what he's waiting on before he retires. To go ahead and take that title. Because nobody's going to match it. He's always going to hold that title. For him to go ahead and take that title and then take it to the house. Go ahead and retire. I'm hoping that's what happens. <laughs> I don't know, but uh, maybe it will. If it will, it will be a well-deserved victory for Alabama winning the national championship this season. But the big story for Corona Bros left this and sensitive people all around the country is not in the game itself, but it's what happened after the game in Tuscaloosa as fans stormed the street to celebrate. That is correct. If you've seen photos of tuscaloosa last night from the algo traffic cams you will see the streets are packed as if it is Times square on new year's eve and not many masks to be found within this crowd now this has got people freaking out losing their mind they're like oh how could they let this happen we're all gonna die now we're not all gonna die but it. <laughs> It's not. I, I still can't get past logical people not understanding that the mask thing, maybe social distancing does work, but the mask thing is not as effective as anybody thinks it is. Dr. Fauci told you that at the beginning of this thing. He said the mask doesn't help anything, it actually gives you a false sense of security, so it's more harmful than good. But. People are losing their minds over these images of people being crammed in in downtown Tuscaloosa. Now, I was there. I mean, <laughs> let's, let's, uh, let's be honest. That's a lot of people. But uh, I was there half the day today, just kind of transporting people down there back and forth. As kids were coming back to school, but... Uh, as I was down there, I think my first trip I took down there, around 10, 11 o'clock, there were already people lined out the door at the bars. So this was bound to happen. There was no plan that they could put in place that was going to stop this right here from happening. But people are freaking out. I've, I've seen comments on social media of people like, Oh, my God, we're all going to die now. Yeah, I'll just chill. I mean, I mean if, it, if it's that big of a deal, can we just tell kids at the University of Alabama they can't leave campus for two weeks like nobody can leave anybody's on campus you gotta stay on campus for two weeks and then we'll be fine I get it in your corona mind you're thinking oh these kids just came home from Christmas break from all over the country and they've got all the here's the thing they're gonna spread it anyway these these kids are crossing paths all day every day so whether they're in this crowd or they're walking the class. You're gonna be spreading it. I also found out some interesting stuff as I was talking to these people. That it's like it's almost like in in uh, I use this in a very non disrespectful way, but it, it's kind touch of touching Nazi Germany down in Tuscaloosa as far as the masks are concerned. I had countless students at the University of Alabama tell me they've received tickets up to three hundred dollars for not wearing a mask. Outside, that's correct. For not wearing a mask, well, they were walking down the street. It seems a little excessive, but apparently they are—they're uh, big on enforcing the mask stuff down there. Which, hey, I mean, you've got a uh, a Democrat mayor there in Tuscaloosa, so that's really what is to be expected. The thing about there, there's so much misinformation out about this stuff, and, and so many people being lied to, and it's just, it's whatever. But just let people have their way. They're, they're just, everybody's up in arms about what they're seeing coming out of Tuscaloosa. Oh, my God. Like, Jermaine Funnyman, y'all remember him? He was the comedian turned political activist turned crybaby. Are those pictures from the strip real? Please say no, sad face. <laughs> Whatever. What a crap, baby. Anyway, that that's all I got about the game and um, everything you need to know about that. Uh, on the political front, we have seen... Uh, we've had a turbulent few days. Now, what was it? Wednesday, we had the... The march to the Capitol, which then a handful of people went to storm the Capitol and riot. And uh, uh, thus cause all kinds of chaos. Accusations that Trump incited a riot. um, uh, Moves to impeach the president. all All these different things that have happened in the wake of that we talked about it on Thursday show and even had an eyewitness from the march call in and kind of give us an idea of what happened and my theory and and i made this very clear on the show that it was a theory because i didn't have the facts to back it up that a majority of these people causing this this violence or vandalism was antifa folk now I said there was probably a scattering of Trump people that got caught up in the mix that didn't really realize what was going on and just thought they were amongst a bunch of other Trump supporters so went in on it and said, hey, let's go, let's storm the Capitol, let's get our freedoms back. That's not the right thing to do, obviously. But the media, and I guess even the FBI, Have made it a point to try to paint within the news cycle that it was only Trump supporters and that an Antifa person did not exist within that group that stormed the Capitol. Because all I've seen from the FBI thus far is arrest of people that they claim are in fact Trump supporters. There's been no report that I've seen come out of the FBI that's like, this was a guy posing as a Trump supporter. He was really a communist Antifa guy that was just trying to get in the mix to call us some mayhem. Now, we know for a fact. I mean, there's there's almost no possibility that there were no Antifa guys in there, okay? I happen to think it was a majority of Antifa people, but hopefully we will find out in the near future. But you're not getting that in the news. It, it's it's much like with the voter fraud stuff. The The, the first and really only case I've seen of, of somebody being arrested for voter fraud in the 2020 election is a Trump supporter that voted for his deceased mother. So instead of him just casting one ballot, he cast two. He went ahead and cast the vote for his mother who, who was dead. That's the only prosecution... I've seen a, a, a voter fraud, even though we saw it happen all over the place. I mean, it's on video. There, There's no, there, there, there's no denying that. And I, I, actually, I forgot. I'm supposed to use a different term so YouTube doesn't pull this video down. So we'll go back to the term cupcakes. Voter cupcakes. We know voter cupcakes is happening all over the place, but uh, nothing's happened. We've just seen that one prosecution. And maybe there's more. Maybe I just missed it. I don't know. I'm just flying by the seat of my pants this morning. But with all that, the push for impeachment has ramped up day after day. They literally want to impeach the president days before he is set to leave office. We are officially eight days away from him leaving office. It is a sad state of affairs that he's having to leave office. It shouldn't be this way, but it shouldn't have gone down this way. But here we are, and the left is still not satisfied. There's two reasons they want to impeach the president, and and neither of them have to do with inciting violence, because they know there's not going to be any more violence inside it. They know this was a one-off deal, and it's not going to happen again, because we're not those type of people. And that's why, from the moment this storming of the Capitol happened, I told everybody, I said, this is not Trump supporters. We don't do this. There is no evidence, no historical reference to show that Trump supporters do this kind of thing, even at the height of their frustration. But they know that nothing else is going to happen. The reason they want to impeach eight days before the president leaves office Is because they want the optics of it. And they want to be able to stop him from running in the future. That's what it's all about. They and their leftist buddies, their leftist CEOs. Have made leaps and bounds. To get rid of this president. They've silenced him on every social media platform. Still not enough. They've ostracized him. From society, still not enough. They will, and watch, in the coming years, they will attempt to erase him from the record books. They want nothing to do with him. They want no sign of Donald Trump in our history books, in our federal government. Nothing. Why do you think they were so against the border wall? Part of it, yeah, because they wanted illegal immigration to flow, into this country because it helped them politically. But another part of it nobody ever talked about, it was the fact that there would always be a reminder that Donald Trump was once your president. And it would be a big, beautiful wall on our border. And they would never be able to deny that is the monument. (laughs) That is the monument that reminds them Donald Trump was their president. And they'll attempt to take it down, rest assured. But we'll see what happens. Now, the impeachment stuff will continue to go on. I don't think it'll prevail. I I honestly don't. And in reality, I don't know what to expect day to day as of late. I'm not going to pretend to know what's coming today or tomorrow or the next day. Especially today, because today, you've got the president speaking, I I believe, at the Alamo at like 2 o'clock. And I have no idea what he plans on talking about. I'm almost a little nervous about what he's going to say. Because I don't want it to turn into a thing of him you know, saying, hey, I'm going to go ahead and step down or whatever, because Trump's not that kind of guy. And it would be very defeating for his base and his people, not 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 because we we think he's going to be able to retain the office, but we don't want you to quit eight days before you leave office. We want you to finish these eight days just to simply make a statement and say, no matter what, I finished the race, I didn't quit the whole world was against me the Democrats were against me social media was against me Hollywood was against me the world powers were against me our foreign enemies were against me and I still finished the race that's one thing you gotta understand as well this was not just a plan hatched by the Democrats that finally took down Donald Trump they're not smart enough to pull something like that off on their own this was a plan hatched by the Democrats social media companies, big tech companies, the George Soros of the world, and also foreign countries and foreign leaders were involved in this. Think about how many ruffled feathers Donald Trump created across the globe in four years. Yeah, they would schmooze with him, they'd be nice to him in person and try to be cordial in every meeting they had. But in reality... They didn't like the guy because they had spent so long riding this gravy train paid for by the American taxpayer because we were letting everybody in the front of the line and saying, hey, not America first, Germany first, Turkey first, India first, Russia first. Letting everybody have their way. That When it flipped around and we said, no, we're at the front of the line. You guys can follow. We'll help you if we can. They didn't like that. And because of that, they were willing to interfere in our elections. Now, don't tell me I'm crazy. And I'll get this from a lot of people for saying that foreign influence dictated the outcome of our election. Because I spent four years listening to the other side say the exact same thing with zero proof. And as of right now, I'll go ahead and admit, I have zero proof of this. I've got some very strong hints that this in fact did happen. And I think it will soon come out. But don't tell me that that's not possible when you've spent the last four years saying the exact same thing. If it turns out to not be true that foreign leaders and foreign intelligence agencies in particular interfered in our election, so be it. But I expect it to come out as true. And I'm not going to point any fingers or name any countries, but Italy's probably got something to do with it. Look into that if you want to, if you can find it. I've actually got some audio uh, pertaining to that. A phone call that I could probably play. I think it was from right before, right after Christmas. But I'm sure if I played that on the show that this video would get banned. So maybe I need to just try to do that separately. Nonetheless, it was an all-out attack on this president. Because he had made a lot of enemies. Why did he make a lot of enemies? There was one reason. Because he was doing the right thing by the American people. That's why he made a lot of enemies. Democrats don't want to do that. Establishment Republicans don't want to do that. They want to be friends with everybody else. They want to kumbaya across the globe and take care of everybody else. Everyone knows you can't take care of somebody else if you don't take care of yourself first. That's number 1. How are you going to give someone something if you have nothing to give? That's not a selfish theory, that's just common sense. Democrats and leftists don't understand that. They just say give away, give away the ranch. Give away the farm. Who cares if you've got anything left? Well, then guess what? Somebody's got to help you. That's the leftist philosophy. Donald Trump has... A, he, he, that, that, that was not his M.O. And so he created those enemies that ultimately came after him and it was too much for one man or even one movement to overcome. And it's a sad state of affairs, but it's also a lesson that true patriotic conservatives can take seriously and take into the future with them when they in fact try to take their country back. Because we've only got two short years before we can shake this stuff up. And then four years from now we can change the presidency. One big part of me about Donald Trump leaving office that's been discouraging is the entertainment aspect of it. There were so many things about Donald Trump that he did said, or whatever that was just so freaking entertaining. The trolling, everything else. I loved every bit of it. I'm going to miss that tremendously. It has made covering politics so much fun. And more fun than I can ever remember it being. I've always enjoyed covering this stuff. But the last four years have been, what's a word? Magical sounds kind of stupid, but I would say magical. It's been magical. I've had a lot of fun watching this president. And all I can think in my mind is if he's really gone and we're going to somebody like Joe Biden, how boring is politics going to be? I remember early in my radio career during the Obama years, covering that stuff, And it was just um, constantly bringing up the bad things that uh, Obama and the Democrats were doing. It was very repetitive. And sometimes there were unfair attacks by conservative media thrown at Obama and the Obama administration. But he deserved a lot of it. I mean, he's still the worst president in U.S. history. There's no denying that. But I worry that we, we're going to go back to this boring brand of politics. But I've got faith. There, I, I do have faith that because of Donald Trump, the people he's brought into the fold and then the people that have already been in the fold that have had their perception changed about what they expect out of a president and just politicians in general will help create... A new generation of representatives that will fight for them, that will stick up for them. Not just tell them what they want to hear on the campaign trail, but get into office and do it. And maybe even still be entertaining in a Donald Trump fashion. So I'm nervous and I'm excited about the future. I don't know which direction it's going to go. But we will see. At the time of this recording for this podcast, I'm looking at the first session of the 117th Congress. House is in recess, and the House Democrats are unveiling their articles of impeachment for the president. Now, this is something that Mitch McConnell's got to sign off on, so I don't expect it to go anywhere. But what makes Democrats think that there's going to be any unity in this country if they actually were to impeach a president that just garnered 75 million votes in an election two months ago they don't they know it don't what they really want because they know the, the they they know what the repercussions of this stuff is going to be They know the consequences of impeaching Donald Trump eight days before he leaves office. What they want is another one of what we saw last week. People storming the Capitol. After we watched Antifa and BLM thugs run rampant through the streets and burn down cities, entire cities... And be told they were mostly peaceful protests. And be told these people were justified in what they were doing. People were killed. 30, uh, 40 people killed throughout these protests. We were told just sit back and shut up. Because these guys have a moral high ground. When alleged Trump supporters stormed the Capitol and four people are killed three of which were due to medical issue one from a gunshot from i guess a secret service agent because this lady who was apparently an air force veteran was climbing through a window while the gun was pointed in her face god rest her soul i hope everything was in order when she passed away but that's stupid okay it was stupid to continue to climb through that window. But as all that happened and representatives and senators and everybody else had to run and hide and, and were scared for their life, that was the end all be all because you affected them. Forget the people that lost their livelihoods. In the BLM and Antifa riots. Forget the people. That lost tremendous amounts of property. In the BLM and Antifa riots. Forget the people that actually died. In the BLM. and the Antifa riots. And even outside of riots. Forget the people that the government has spent the last year suppressing. Telling them they can't run their business. Ruining their livelihoods. Forget the spiking suicide rate and drug addiction rate in this country because of government mandated shutdowns. Forget all that. Forget about an entire society that has suffered for an entire year with unthinkable conditions. Representatives were scared last week. There were people rushing the Capitol. No senators, representatives got hurt. But it's more important that they got scared than it is you're living in a society with a spiking suicide rate. It's more important that they were scared than the fact that they forced you to close down your business of 40 and 50 years for good. The business that your grandpa built. The business that has been in your family for five and six generations. That's not near as important as people like Nancy Pelosi being scared for an hour or two. Even though she's got the best security in the world, secret tunnels and everything else to get away from any sort of danger that would be presented at the Capitol. That's what's really important. That's what they're saying to you. They are saying that what happened at the Capitol is the end-all be-all. There's nothing else in this country that is worse than that. I saw comparisons by leftists on social media that the storming of the Capitol was worse than 9-11. That's right. Worse than 9-11. It's all about their perspective and how they view themselves and how they view you. They don't work for you. They'll tell you they work for you on the campaign trail, but they don't think they work for you. They don't. They have power. They want power. They have power. They just need you, the useful idiot, to get them in power so they can then do what they want. It's power and it's money. These people live on a congressman. Or Senator's salary. And come out with millions and millions of dollars. It's not about working for the people. There's a small handful of people. In that capital. That are working for you. They go up there with the best of intentions. But most of them. They just want power. And they want money. And that's it. They are much more important than you are. You need them. They don't need you. You need them. They are your God. This is the way they view it. And you better recognize they are your God. So as we move on, As the House Democrats try to impeach this president and cause even more division in this country, we wait to see what's next. We wait to see what the president says this afternoon. He's, again, going to hold a speech at the Alamo, from what I understand. I have no idea what he's going to say. But it is very important that we all listen, see what he's got to say, and try to figure out what's next because everything's kind of upside down right now And, and and everything's upside down right now in the sense of not even what happened with the election we've watched donald trump get banned on every sort of social platform on the internet we've watched an entire social media company be shut down by the bigger social media companies a place that we were using as a safe harbor From those bigger social media companies. And. They want you to stop. Apparently communicating. They want you to stop seeing. Posts. Comments. Information from like minded people. Like yourself. It's the same philosophy that they use with the schools in higher education and and even the grade schools. It's all about indoctrination. They only want you to see the things that they approve of. That they believe. If it's conservative thought, if it's any sort of Republican or anti-democrat thoughts that are being put out there they don't want you to see it I heard Jim Jordan on uh, Sean Hannity I saw a clip of it this morning and he was talking about he and Matt Gates being shadow banned over the past few months and even years and we talked about it on this show I've talked about it on the radio as well and we had been mocked for it oh nobody's shadow banning you you just don't nobody cares what you got to say on the internet and now look at us. Now people are literally being shut down completely. All of it's coming to fruition. Everything we're seeing now is the opposite of, of the things that... people like Jack and Mark Zuckerberg testified to on Capitol Hill. By the way, when are their charges coming? That's what I want to know. All of this is upside down. And I don't know what to expect... I just say, hang on tight. Hang on tight. One more thing before I get out of here as well. There is a lot of information going around regarding the Insurrection Act, regarding martial law, and everything else. Every time there's a, a viral video, kind of like this this pastor out of Texas that's shooting the video in his car, you've all seen it, because... I know you've seen it because I've had it sent to me like two, three hundred times. Some of this stuff you've you've got to ignore. Now, that's not to say don't prepare. I think it is important for each and every one of you guys to prepare. And whether that is food, ammo, firearms, whatever. Whatever it is you need to survive, stock up on it. Because even if you don't need it in the next days, weeks, months, you're going to have it for the future because we don't know what the future holds stock up on it make sure you got enough to provide for your family that's medical supplies that's that's anything you need or that you would use on a regular basis to continue to conduct your life and protect your family stock up on that stuff but don't use this stuff online don't use this stuff on social media to scare you into making irrational decisions Because 99% of this stuff that you're seeing is not even going to pan out. You've heard over and over and over, especially over the past two or three months. Oh, coming up tomorrow, something big is going to happen. Something big is going to happen. I've never subscribed to that stuff. I've seen a few of them and been hopeful, but I've never fully subscribed to something bigs happening tomorrow. Because I know how big the government is. I know how evil the government is. If there's something big that's going to come out, if anybody can squash it, it's going to be the government. Especially when they're doing it hand in hand with world powers. Don't let this stuff get you worked up into a frenzy. You don't have to ignore it. You need to be prepared. But take everything with a grain of salt. Because I get message after message after message about what do you think about this? What do you think about this? What do you think? Is this guy, you think this guy's legit? Most of them are not. I mean, it's just the truth. And you can tell, because most of them will be like, in the next two days, X, Y, and Z is going to happen. Well, two days pass, and it doesn't happen. So, obviously, what he said is not true. So, just take it with a grain of salt. With the Insurrection Act. With the martial law. All that stuff. Just chill out. Stay calm. I'm not saying it won't happen. I'm just saying it hadn't happened. And there's a lot of fake stuff floating around out there. And here's the thing you gotta understand, and this is one hundred percent true. When it comes to times like these in America, when division is at an all time high, tensions are at an all time high, outside actors take advantage of what's going on within this country. There are people in Russia and China and other countries that are sending some of that information, whether it's Insurrection Act or, or, or Martial Law or whatever. They're sending that information over to us and then getting us to circulate it in order to get us freaked out. Because what they saw last week at the Capitol, they want more of that. They want to see America burn because guess what? America is at the top of the ladder and the only way they as a country can get to the top of the ladder is if they knock America down if they could incite riot to the capital every single day for the next year they would absolutely do it they loved it absolutely loved it they loved the division in this country so they fuel that stuff and if Russia played any part in the election in 2016 that's what they did They pumped out fake news to make it look legit over here to the U.S. on our social media platforms and got everybody worked up into a frenzy. Just know that as you see that stuff because we're all getting forwarded messages from 10, 20, 100 people on a regular basis. You can watch it. I'm just just saying take it with a grain of salt. That's it. Not a big deal. We're going to be all right. Just prepare. Make sure you got what you need to protect your family. That is the bottom line. That's all you need to worry about. That's it for me. We'll have a brand new edition for you tomorrow. As we always do, make sure you subscribe to this YouTube channel. Click the notification bell. Hit the subscribe button. Find us on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and wherever else we are. We're all over the place. And until next time, see you, Cole.